This podcast and its content was created and recorded on Ghana land. We would like to acknowledge the Ghana people, the traditional custodians of the land we reside on and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Hear Me Crow. Mm. Um, Adelaide's not rocking. Who made us do this? Um, <laughs> thanks for joining us, I guess. Yeah. Episode 64. Um, Remember when we were up and about? It was <laughs> yeah. a long time ago. It was. Yes, if this Feels is like the standard, I may as well bloody host. Yeah. <laughs> we saw your pain, <laughs> Bruce. If you want. Uh, my name's Lauren. Welcome to Hear Me Crow. Episode 64. 64. Uh, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sam, welcome. Hello, Lauren. Ben, welcome. Thanks, Lauren. Dan, welcome. Thank you. We are all in the same room at Everyone. the same time. Everyone's Yay. here. And only a little bit Jeremy. Look, <laughs> <laughs> we uh, all had to come together this week um, because we have plenty of bitching to do, plenty <laughs> of bitching. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it might be a long one. Um, yeah. We'll try, we'll try and make the bitchiness <laughs> snappy. Uh, look, episode 64, uh, before we get into the stats of the number 64, I'll just let you know what we're going to do tonight. Uh, the giant turd is what I would call this game. We're going <laughs> to review the giant turd of the game of the weekend. Uh, Your So Kane is back. Bargain being dog act back. We're going to preview the game against the Ds. Might have a last minute enough, I don't know, but currently... We don't really want to talk to anyone who no. supports Melbourne because no. we know we're going to lose. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we'll get into it. Uh, ben, stats for number 64, what you got for us? All right, well, stats is a generous way of putting it. Um, I've got one. It's possible I haven't had a lot of time the last couple of days. Oh, uh, really? So I bring very little to the pod this week. Oh, <laughs> okay, that's in fine. In contrast to the usual amount. <laughs> and I did pre-write this for Sam. Same as usual. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only prep I had was the obvious Sam having a go, but I'd do nothing. So. Uh, it's also in size 36 font. Yeah, I see you're just large. trying to fill up the page there. Yeah. Doing a classic just school presentation, just going to fill up the page. <laughs> Love it. So Thanks. anyway, um, our one and only 64 stat is the debutante for 64 was Jason McCartney. Oh, coincidentally, part of the coaching group for GWS. Oh, that's so great. Good yeah. for him. So, 37 games between 95 and 97 with us, moved to North in 98 to have us beat them in the grand final. So, <laughs> that was nice. And he was also in that Bali bombing issue. Yeah, with he lots was. of burns. Yeah, made that's a, it. I remember that game when he came back. Had the one game mm. comeback. Yeah. Was it? And um, then but retired yeah. post match. Mm. Yeah. I always so. did. I always liked Jason McCartney. <laughs> yeah. He's a good bloke. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's a kind of. Crap stat, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> he gave us one. He gave us one. Anyway, let's do it. Music. Gold rings. What are we drinking? 
Uh, Dan's brought the beer in tonight. Yeah, um, and I know nothing about it apart from uh, Jasmine went to the Bottolo yesterday I on the way to Christmas in July celebration. And that would have been a BWS, I'm guessing. I reckon. Or was this just to carry on from the um, celebrating nature of the Crows Christmas in July? Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, that was so- Actually, that needs to go on my bads. We'll talk about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and yeah, she just, uh, I said, I'd, I'd like a stout to carry on a stout drinking weekend that Lauren and I started on Friday. <laughs> Uh, we'll get into that later too. Sure, but uh, but yeah, it's Zytho Brewing. I don't know much about them. They're a they're a Woolies special Zytho. Um, well, they made it immediately. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, made for Pinnacle drinks. So if you ever look at a can and it says um, made for Pinnacle, Pinnacle is Woolworths, uh, which doesn't mean it's bad. It just means Woolies. It's uh, not going to a small brewer, but that's okay. It's not the end I of think the world. He's throwing a bit of shade at you, Dan. Yeah, no, like- <laughs> oh, might as well have Coopers. <laughs> <laughs> Coopers is still independent, so that's okay. Oh, well, yeah, that is true. Yeah. All right. So West End Stout. Music, let's do it. Dan, what do you got for me? <laughs> yes, I have a punk band this week, not an indie band, and they're called Snooper, and they've just released an album called Super Snooper. And I looked at the names of their songs. They're from Tennessee, by the way, and I, I looked at one song title in particular, their most played on Spotify. It's called Pod, which I think is perfect for this podcast. There you go. Some energy. Cool. Punk rock. Snooper. I've heard that multiple. We get fed the same songs on Spotify, don't we? we yeah, I've we heard that multiple do. times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I've just got a song that sums up the game. It's an old song. You might know it. I'll just play it for you. Just awful. Awful. That, awful. Um, that song always gives me flashbacks in particular, that album, because it came out when I was uh, 14, I reckon, and I was about to go to my first big day out and I got that album for Christmas. Oh, yeah. And I remember like going into uh, mum's room and unpacking it early so I could listen to it <laughs> when she was out. And Cheeky. Then, yeah. Uh, that was Whole, um, awful, from the uh, Celebrity Skin album. Very nice. Pretty summarises. <laughs> I, I also heard a song on the way here um, on my A to Z mix that I put together, and it was "I Don't Like It," which oh I also yeah. I've played that on the pod before, Dan. which I also think <laughs> is relevant to that game. Uh, <laughs> Lovely. Anyway, oh look, uh, it should be a rip snorter. <laughs> Let's Let talk. Me cut that out. <laughs> it wasn't a rip snorter. Let's uh, chat about. The game. Oh, where do we begin? Mm. I mean, not the best game. Uh, we lost. Positives. We lost uh, eight goals, nine, 57 to 10 goals, 11, 71, despite being in front basically the entirety of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Positives. Yeah. Dan didn't have to watch it. 
Mm. Positives. Dan, yeah, Dan missed it. Yep. Um, also good positive, for you, Dan. Dan was the only one that um, chose GWS to win by <laughs> yeah. about the mountain they won by. Mm. Pretty close. <sighs> okay, look, we've got a lot to. Oh, we've into got this. a lot to get into. We need, here. To, get, we need to pick up here. Let's start <laughs> with. Um, where do we start? <laughs> well, honestly, where do we start? Let's start with uh, Roy Sloan two fifty. That's a positive. It was positively Maybe. not the celebration we wanted for Rory's 250th. No. Uh, really hard to pick out any individual standout games from that one. Yeah. Um, I feel like... <sighs> <laughs> We're really struggling. <laughs> oh, look, we've got plenty There's of nothing, we've got- I've just got nothing good to say about this whatsoever, no. really. Well, let's, let's just, just rip the, the band-aid off. Let's just do the negatives then. All right, crack in, boys. Go on. Go on, Dan. I want you to lead me All off because right. I've got plenty to pipe I've, in with. But um, a few talking points. Um, well, let's just talk about Josh Shelley first. So obviously, wasn't Josh's finest hour. Um, he was pretty antagonised um, from the get go in that game. Obviously, he's got two weeks for um, what they're calling medium impact. When look, and I'm happy to discuss this further. I actually think he needs a rest anyway. But to call that medium impact is pretty far like he barely <laughs> um he sort of great hit him with his forearm mm. um perryman did the same thing while rochelle was on the ground and got a fine mm. so he literally like did the same thing but he wasn't he didn't swing his arm he like dug it into him in the ground like so same part of the arm to the same part of the um neck yeah and he didn't get anything so how's that any different obviously what rochelle did wasn't a good look so i'm not excusing that at all but any he, he stooped to their level like yeah. he didn't have to do that they he could have kept just, you know, playing the game and um, it was undisciplined. So, you know, no matter what, it wasn't a good look. But I feel like that's yeah. – I actually think Matthew Lloyd was pretty harsh on Rochelle oh, for that, to be honest. Of course he was. He's a sniper, um, Matthew Lloyd. Like, <laughs> he, he is only a 20-something-year-old kid who's, like, barely played, like, a year of football. Like, mm. is his second year. He hardly had a run at, like, last year. Yeah. He's not that many games in. That is definitely something he has to learn as a young footballer is to keep his, you know, keep that in check, his reaction to being antagonised by other players. Um, he's a pretty easy target as well when you think about it because, you know, he's a, like, a lot of people have kind of gone off on him about the showboating and, you know, his celebrations and that. He obviously, like, enjoys his footy. Mm. Um, but that does make him an easy target for other players who, you know, kind of that J- Jack Ginnivan kind of vibe, like yeah. a bit of a pest. Yeah, well, that's what I put um, in to my the notes. Other teams. Is he's going to have to learn to he, keep his his he emotions has to keep in check? His cool, absolutely. If, especially if he wants to go around doing what he does exactly, after goals, because yeah, yeah that absolutely draws attention to himself. Yeah, and, you know, I do think um, Lloydie has does have a point that he does need to just concentrate on the footy, but you know, to kind of like have a go at him on national television is a bit much. Yeah, I, I agree. I think um, like the media just loves to kick kick someone when they're down. And I think obviously Kane's chimed back in this week as well, which we'll get to a bit later. But um, yeah, I think hopefully this is the little lesson that he needs to learn for next year and, and beyond. Um, I don't know whether, you know, I assume you'll come back after a couple of weeks off, but maybe you won't, who knows, um, depending on where we're at at that point in the season. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, I've got a fair few notes. I put Toby Green killed us when it mattered. Um, Sam Taylor was just too good um, throughout the night and took, Tex out of the game pretty much, even though Tex still got a couple of goals. Um, there's a few frustrations about the way we played. Uh, the CBAs, 
you know, pretty much all Sloan, Laird, Keys and Dawson. All right, let's get into that now. Yep. CBAs, that's been a big talking point uh, yep. today and yesterday and Sunday afternoon uh, everywhere. Mm. Uh, we've we've discussed it in the last few weeks because we have noticed that we have gone back to that kind of old guard of Keys, uh, Laird, Sloan, Dawson. Why? Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this now? We dropped Saligo, obviously, and, you know, that came down to, according to Matthew Nick's form, mm. Rochelle had no CBAs yep. whatsoever in this game, even though Matthew Daddy Nicks came out in the pregame presser and specifically said that Rochelle will make a great midfielder. <laughs> Why wouldn't we give him a single CBA in the game? That's actually maybe the perfect opportunity for him to get away from that antagonising and use the frustration on ball. Mm. Why aren't we using him there? Peddler, one CBA. Mm. Why? Because it's Sloaney's 250th? Who Mm. gives a shit? (laughs) Ped's has proven that he can win um, clearances as well. Um, I just think like they're going to say something about – them being tired and all that kind of thing, but they're just not putting the trust in these players. If like, they're tired, they shouldn't be playing. Yeah, exactly. Guess who's tired? Rory Sloan. <laughs> he looks very <laughs> tired. Yeah. Uh, you know, Ben Keys, again, hard worker, not a ball getter in the middle. Mm. He doesn't get the ball. It's uh, He gets it's, the ball. He just doesn't do anything really great with it. Yeah, well, he definitely <laughs> got exposed in the last quarter with that kick. Oh. Ball burner, then Ball I'll say. burner, yeah, that's – yeah. Um, Led, you know, that had a much better game than he did last week. But, mm. again, like we didn't use any of our clearances that we got and it just looked like GWS absolutely stormed over the top of us in the middle the yep. entire game. Oh, they killed us in the midfield. <clears throat> and if you look at the names, it's no surprise really mm. when you look at the, middle, yeah. the midfield names of GWS. They've got – three or four superstars that run through there and they were missing one. Um, and you look at our scrubbers that we complain about every week. And this is the no thing. Wonder. I was thinking about this and, you know, you look at across the lines, probably the only line where we actually match them was forward line. Like our forward line's better mm. on paper. But, um, you know, we're expecting our team to play out of their skin every single week and it's game plan that's going to win. It's not talent. Like there's no way you can match our midfield against their midfield and expect to win every mm. day of the week. Like it's got to be the game plan that stacks up and it doesn't, like right. it didn't stack up on the weekend. And like a, a bunch of kids running through the midfield doesn't mean we win on the weekend, no. but it certainly makes the loss easier to take. Mm. Mm. Just with the, the CBA is obviously um, very minimal um, young kids in there. Was that, because I haven't watched any replays or anything, was that the same for general stoppage or was that just at the centre bounces? It seemed like it, like Peddler certainly moved up around there, like from the bits and pieces of the replay that I watched today. Just, I think CBAs can be a little bit, um, they can trick you a bit about who's actually playing on ball because it's they're there when they bounce it up, but then does it does the structure change a bit for general stoppage yeah. or not? But general stoppage, they're still the same guys are going to yeah. be around there, aren't they? So I know what so, you're saying, but uh, like yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that. Yeah, it was a it seemed to be a. A skewed mix, definitely, uh, and centre clearance made a big difference for us when they can, like particularly last week against Essendon, they just run out so easily mm-hmm. and get a, a quick forward entry. But yeah, whether, it, um, yeah, I don't know because it was interesting. We actually won centre clearances eleven to six, so mm. that side of things we did alright. And our general stoppages, we lost twenty nine to thirty seven. So mm. don't know. It's I think it's how yeah. dynamic it feels when when you see. GWS running it out of the mid the middle. It seems like it's it's a worthwhile meaningful yeah. push forward. Yeah, not every clearance is equal to each other. Yeah, like some if you've got yeah, 
um, separation and you can get a clear possession in versus just a quick rush it on the boot and kick it in, then yeah, yeah. one's going to be a lot more effective than the other. And I think we, I think fans, you overuse the term CBA, which I think is where you were going quite a lot yeah. because it's an easy metric, I guess. For well, it's us one to look that at. we get. They don't. You don't seem to have like yeah stoppage attendances. It's no. just CBAs, mm. which. Yeah. You know, um, Sam likes to talk about fantasy a lot, and that's quite relevant. So, <laughs> yeah. um, how do we see Rob's game on the weekend? I know he won the hitouts, but if you look at sort of him versus Briggs, Briggs um, had five more position possessions, including eight more kicks, uh, five more clearances, one hundred and sixty more meters gained. Um, and if Rob, he took any marks, then he had more. Yeah, Rob took no marks, and mm. Briggs no took, marks. Briggs took one. Yeah. He, took, he only uh, hit outs to advantage was ten, so yeah. wasn't uh, wasn't the best at all. He had eight contested possessions. That's it. We do have Pretty a average. lot of downhill skiers in our team. It yep. seems um, so. Can't single out Rob, but he's definitely is I, one of them. I think um, uh, I think it might have been Phoenix on the Crowcast today or yesterday. Um, actually, summed up exactly how I feel about Riley O'Brien's tap work, and it's just that he gets taps and he puts them where he can, not where we need them. Mm. I think that sums it up perfectly. Uh, he his hit out numbers are absolutely fine. Uh, and comparable yeah. to a lot of good ruckmen in the league, but they very rarely go where we need them to go, or our midfielders don't play to him very well, one or the other, mm. um, because it just looks very like our whole midfield mix just looks very undynamic. Yeah, and it's incredibly frustrating. And it, it's one of the it, it like it's been a weird year because suddenly it looks like we've overpromised and under underdelivered. Where in reality we have actually had a better year than the year before. Yeah, but. Yeah, like you, you look at the thing, like we haven't really given games to new kids or anything like that throughout the year very much, apart from like Max. Um, well, the thing that Pedlo's f- played a lot more, like that's probably one good thing as yeah. well. Rochelle's played a lot more, but there's been some positives yeah. in that in that area. But the thing is that we, the kids got us to the position that mm. we thought we were going to be challenging in around that sort of middle of the year, maybe a bit after the buy sort of areas. And, and yet once finals became an option we decided that we needed to go back and start you know being a bit more defensive well, playing a bit more of the old like. stages behind like in the ball like well, yeah it, i think that's what's frustrating all of us fans is that we saw how exciting we could be early on and we were getting results mm. and yet things just seem to change and it uh, doesn't even like really come down to changing up selection that much either mm. because all you need to do is just rotate those kids back into the mid mm. yeah yeah. Like it's, you don't have to go and pick 10 sample players to change yeah. things up. No. You just have to give them more time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Barring Dawson, we're pretty much back at our 2021 midfield now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, the defence got completely pumped um, on the weekend and uh, mm, like we're fine. I thought Murray had a great game. Murray was good. Worrell was good again. Uh, Max, another kind of not the best game he's had kind of game, but. You know, I would say he's probably pretty tired at it, this it point. It was a baptism, baptism of fire, it putting him on Toby was. Green as well. Just uh, can I just read out our disposals for our forward line? Rankin, Fogarty, 10 disposals. Rochelle Walker, 9 and 8. Filthy, 8. McAdam, 7. McHenry, 4. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know he was a sub. Yeah. But uh, that is woeful. Yeah. Uh, look, our, it's probably going to be a dumping on the midfielders comment again, but the, the – 
the forwards were bad, but the the entries that we give them are just shocking. Mm. Uh, there was actually a really good stat put up on Twitter by that Crow Psy, whatever it is. I can't mm-hmm. think of his exact um, handle. Sorry about that if you are listening, um, which showed how it was perfect because it, it showed us in number form or graph form exactly why it seems so frustrating because we get so many shots at goal. We get so many... 450 entries and they're either in bad spots or very poorly taken. Mm. Um, well, everything was um, kick long bombs. Yeah. And, you know, there was no, there's no leading in, you yeah. know, lowering the odds, none of that, which we have been really good at in the past, like, well, you know, last few games other than the Bombers game. Well, no wonder Rochelle's getting angry because, you know, people are sitting on his head and yeah. it's yeah. just, it's just fr- so frustrating to watch. Yeah. Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and going back to that forward as well, I think that was one of our big stats. Is for the game we had seven inside fifty marks, mm. and you know it's not great. We were averaging twelve and a half a game. Um, at the moment, we're actually only thirteenth best for marks inside fifty, which I would have thought with our our forward line we should be able to hit up targets a lot better than that. We yeah. should have targets to be able to find on the lead, not just have to scrap all our goals like we're doing with pressure at the moment. Both Fogg and um, Walker were getting absolutely towed in the the inside 50 this week. And Phil Thorpe's not really presenting as a big marking target just at the moment. No, and he seems to like every um, long bomb that kept getting kicked in from half back, it was either it's him and Rob at the contest. Well, only one of you is going to take the mark, Mm. so – Make choose. I don't want Rob in the forward line. He just gets in the way. Mm. He got in the way multiple times on the weekend. And you want him just outside fifty, getting those sweet connections <laughs> with just, Murphy, don't oh, you? Yeah. So. Jesus, yeah, he did one good thing the entire game. <laughs> um, right in front of us. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. I <laughs> also, I know, I know, I carried on about him last week, but Brody Smith, what the uh. hell, mate? Twenty-seven disposals at sixty-three percent efficiency, pretty rubbish. Eight hundred and seven meters gained. Just on my eight uh, turnovers. Just on my. Um, Vote getting canned last week. Yeah, Smith a vote last week. He did go at eighty percent last week. Yeah, we'll still. Yeah, no every good every so kick this week was a I'm turnover. Just, I'm just standing by my one vote last. That's week. That's fine, Ben. I'm <laughs> not going to judge you. But <laughs> honestly, what are you doing, mate? What are you doing? There was one point we actually uh, marked the ball. We had the ball right in front of where we were sitting, mm. and I yelled out, "Don't turn it over, Brody." Guess what happened after that? Mm-hmm. And he kind of went, you know, he did the old, "Oh, damn it!" It's like, mate. I think he was saying. Why do you, you expect you, this? You put me off, Lauren. <laughs> yeah. So do we it's think? All me. Do we think Sloane's asking and demanding to be in the midfield? Well, thanks for bringing that up, Sam. That's okay. Um, I just wanted to talk about that actually as a talking point for Sloane's quote during the week, and we all love Sloaney and what he's done for the club over a long time. Legend. You know, I wouldn't say a bad word about him personally, but... Not to his face I anyway, tired, he beat you up. I'm tired of these players for our team coming out with their sense of entitlement and not realising that the club needs to make decisions that are for the betterment of success of the club. Like, mm. for Sloaney to come out and say, I'll play for this club as, until they drag me out, basically. Similar mm. to a text saying that as well. Something along those lines. Like, it just puts the club in such a tricky position. Like, if they were thinking about... Sloan's not part of the next premiership team and or he's even if he's going to sit in there saying NFL all year next year now they look like assholes no matter what they do yeah like similar to what they look like with Richie Douglas similar to what they look like with Daniel Talia you know these guys that were clearly done uh, but the club looks like shit because they haven't had these these conversations with them and then they have to literally like Sloan he was saying drag them out 
Yeah. Um, like Sloaney's done. I hate to say <laughs> it, but he's not best 22 anymore. He's still playing because I don't know why. Like, just, I feel that. He's had like one or two good games all year. And again, I love the guy, but he's not impacting the game. No. I do feel that um, Sloan v Tal- like the Talia situation. Um, Talia, I don't think like – he was ready to leave, mm. but he didn't have any other like backup option after football was over, you know? Yeah. Whereas Sloney has like, he's been building up this media slash corporate shill kind of career oh, in the background. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so I feel like he would be at, like more comfortable in uh, being told that his time's done. Yeah. I think he was uh, saying it in a, in a way where it's like I'm still really passionate, and, and I really and love hope playing so. football. I don't think it's a but I deserve to be here comment. I think it sounds like it. Can, it can sound that way, but how good would we all feel yeah. about Sloney but if he he went out on a good note at the end of this year yeah. and said I'm hanging up the boots because I know that I'm done? Like when is a player going to do that at the Crows? Yeah, like players well, do I, it other teams all the time. I think it ideally the way he could have put it is I'll keep playing as long as you know I'm seen as being helpful to the team and whatnot yeah. as opposed to they'll have to drag me out, but. I think he was just saying it as in, you know, I'm still really passionate. I, I love the club and I love playing football. Mm. I'd love and to believe that, Ben. Yeah, I hope well, you're right. Well, you should, Sam, because that's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a valid point. Well, oh, I'm not saying it's not valid. I'm just saying that I'd love to believe it. And I think we 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 floated this last year when mm. he got injured and came out and said that he will be back in the midfield next year, played it, and uh, – cringed collectively mm. about that knowing and that, that point of view's not changed no i no. honestly thought that after the acl and like during that rehab time like i spoke to you guys upstairs before really thought he'd probably be a bit more relaxed about um retiring after mm. this season because you know before the acl i reckon he was just absolutely convinced that the team needed him on the field mm. Mm. He got moved. His position was moved, and he started playing really good footy. And then, unfortunately, did the injury. Yeah, I felt like, you know, at the time where he was convinced that the team needed him, then he did that. Then he he kind of got to see that we didn't really need him in there. <laughs> you know, we were still like winning games and playing good footy without him there. Mm. Obviously, he's a massive off field influence, which you know would be perfect for him to stick around the club in that kind of capacity as a assistant coaching role or assistant fitness or whatever. Um, you know, so I thought maybe like after this season, he'd be way more relaxed about retiring because he doesn't have that, um, you know, doesn't feel the necessity of being there mm. on the ground. Um, but after that comment now, I'm questioning that. Yeah. And I, I, like I could almost deal with him being on the, in, in the team, in the, in the ones next year, if he was playing in that half forward role that he was playing in before he, that, one game <laughs> before he did his knee <laughs> mm. um, because that looked like he could still have a good impact on the game. But, and like overall, I, I just want him to go out on a good note. He should be celebrated. Like I'd hate for him to get, um, you know, um, slowly burned out of the team and then hate the team. Like a lot of the other players that just don't seem to be involved with the club anymore for whatever reason. Like we need Sloaney to be like a legacy, leave a legacy with the club that, you know, he actually, is involved with the club in the future. Also, like, yeah. like last night was his last milestone with the Crows, let's be real. Yeah. Where was everyone? Where were you? <laughs> 35,000 people, not enough on a Saturday night. Mm. People are dropping off. We've got to be up They're and about, angry. people. Where are you? People are angry. Oh, I mean, you can be mad about the Essendon game, but <laughs> thought we'd bring it back again for the Giants game. I mean, 
I didn't blame anyone for leaving early on Saturday night. Oh, dear. Yes. Anyway. The also, bad news is the next game you've got to rock up for is the showdown. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, thankfully, I have an engagement party to go to, so I'm not going to be there. Phew. Yeah. Anyway, uh, back to the game. Not the best. And um, I know you want to talk about Matthew Nick's post-game presser. Mm. Oh, that was mostly mostly last week was, was when I was angry with him, but – what this, did you think of this week? This week was better. This week seemed a bit more, I don't know, um, honest mm. maybe. Um, yeah, I wasn't as frustrated by it this week as I was last week. He, I think he, uh, look, to be honest, I, I think it was a bit of a nothing one, to be honest, because there was nothing that annoyed me. So, mm. um, According to Rob um, on Channel 10 News, he uh, Nixie was very uh, – flat and disappointed after the game. So So we sure why did he do anything about it in the last quarter then? Well sat I there mean doing I guess you expect your team to like <laughs> actually like go hard at the ball and like make second attempts, which yeah. no one seemed to do in that last quarter, no, even I though agree. the game was on the line. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I agree with you. It's just I don't know. We the, the frustrating thing about that last quarter was that GWS were coming, we could all see it at the ground. Mm. They they were clearly on top of us and yet the, the, when they hit the front, we just did the exact same thing mm. again. <laughs> well, they, like, they were in front by three points for a long time and it's like I was saying, I said to Lauren, Jesus feels like a big three-point lead. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. we, we just didn't look like getting close to our forward 50 or kicking goals. We no. went very conservative. In the back 50, it was pretty much always just kick it to the wing that we weren't sitting on and mm. yep. into big packs and then hopefully get a contested possession as opposed to trying to, you know, Swap play, get it, you know, get some, get some spa- run on, get on the some outside, run, get some space because they were coming really hard with their pressure. We needed to spread them a little bit, but yeah. it looked like they had all the run and they had all the spread. Our yeah. defensive fifty to forward fifty plays been our po- like biggest positive all year, and mm. we yeah. just went into our shell even when they hit the front, which was just so strange. Yeah, and the other thing was we took McAdam off, which you know he had a shit game, fair call. Um, but we put we obviously had McHenry to come on for him, mm. and then um, a Tex Walker sat on the bench for half the quarter as well. Like he was just sitting there waiting to come on when we were three points down. Yeah, how, how does that happen? Maybe it could be warmer um, riding on the bike than sitting in the fifty waiting <laughs> to get there. Yeah. Yeah. It was strange though because we did like you know we were sitting um, on the western side, mm. and you know we had players free literally right in front of us that could have you know. They could have been kicked too, could have taken it on the outside and we just kept bombing down that line on the eastern side for whatever reason, as yep. Ben mentioned. Also, just one general thing, like I, wanna, I wish the Crows would play not – I don't want to say with heart because I feel like they do play with heart, but I wish they'd play with a bit more enjoyment mm. even when the pressure is on and perhaps we're losing mm. because, you know, like as Nuz likes to say on Sensible Crow, uh, embrace the hate. Mm. This would probably um, go well in away matches um, at foreign grounds with, you know, obviously like other supporters. But if they played with positivity and, you know, pleasure and actually enjoyed what they were doing, that is going to reflect in the gameplay Mm. as opposed to, you know, know, we get kicked a couple of goals on and we're like down – down some points and then like the heads go down and you know it's all like too hard too hard yep. oh this is you know it's really an intense time now because we've got to try and claw our way back up we'll just like embrace it mm. embrace it and have fun while you're doing it because then we're going to win the footy mm. and we will play better 
And There's a lot of chins that, down. Yeah, chins down. And, and also we get fumbly as well when it yeah. hits that. Like you noticed that in that last quarter. There was a lot of um, missed ball, missed opportunities. Um, obviously, the real key one that everyone's going to remember is the keys kick uh, in the 450. Not that he probably would have won if that had been pulled off. But I don't know. We just seemed to – yeah, it, it, was that, it was probably that negative attitude in that last quarter that probably led to a lot of that because all of our good play this year has been that manic forward sort of attacking style of play. And I commented at halftime that the score of 40 to 20 is not something we've seen probably all year. I haven't, I didn't check that, but that was super low scoring half of football. Um, you know, GWS, you know, maybe that, you know, even though they were losing, that was probably maybe a bit to do with them as well. But yeah. In pretty good conditions, no wind. 100%. The rain had stopped for a long time. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Beautiful night for footy. Yeah. Absolutely freezing, but yeah, still a good but, time. But I do think the last two weeks have shown that we are still needing to build our experience in terms of not fumbling, um, yep. Not getting tired by the end of games, I think it's showing that yeah, this year we're not not at the level that we maybe we thought we were. But mm. as the weeks go on, you can't hide after twenty three, twenty four rounds. So that's it. Anyway, uh, let's get to votes. Um, Don't ask me. Okay, uh, Dan. You still writing them, Sam? Yeah, I've still got to write them. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> all right, let me just uh, find my notes because I had a Dan. Who have you got? <laughs> I've, I've written them down, but no notes. So. Um, we all really cared about this game. I've been busy. I, I went to a, a dance recital yesterday, my first ever. Yours? And? Did you go How well? Did you go? Oh, jeez, I was awesome. Did you get on point? <laughs> Twinkle toes. <laughs> no, no, it was for Lily. Um, she's been doing da- jazz dancing and she was very, very proud of herself. So oh, yeah, very good. I did that when I was big, her age. Big beaming smile out there. So Fantastic. Nice. Can't say it's my scene yet, but she did enjoy it. So, so right. we'll get you good. in the sequence in no time. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that, you know, speaking of dancing, here's my votes. Um, Murray I gave for three. I thought some of his defensive um, intercepting work was really good. Mm-hmm. Dawson was solid again, gave him two. And Miller I gave one. Excellent. Dan? I went with Dawson, boring three votes. Um, two for Hinge, one for Miller. All I right. said also in my notes, Laird can piss off with his 25 handballs. Oh, well, I gave three to Laird, so... Um, <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, That's where he pissed off to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honest. Well, you know, his stats told the tale. Um, he really? was probably, well, you know, out of the entire midfield, he's the only one that did anything. Uh, two to Hinge, uh, one to Murray. I gave three to Murray, one, uh, two to Miller and one to Hinge. Mm, all Backman. All right. Backman, yeah. Yeah. Who have we got? How's the leaderboard uh, going, Ben? Uh, it's it's a bit behind being put in. Sorry, <sighs> I knew we shouldn't have left it up to Ben. <laughs> Continue. No. Hi, I'm Tyson Edwards. You're such a quiet, quiet just, Sam, just like to build the tension that we we don't know that Dawson's ahead by about eighty points. <laughs> 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 no, that can't be true. And also, Ben's made it way too difficult for all of us to work out. Well, it's because I got there. a stupid He's old um, stupid yeah. old Excel that won't do a, a nice drop down thing. So it's a bit <laughs> time consuming. <laughs> it was supposed to be very easy. Yeah, who's your ta- Tyson? It was quite a team, Sam. Oh, I've got one, Ben. Who okay. you got? <laughs> uh, Chase Jones for me. Oh, yeah, he was good. Let's go him too. Oh, Dan? well, <laughs> I've got Chase Jones. <laughs> oh, I've got Miller. 
You can see we all really took votes yeah. this week very seriously. Uh, it's been two weeks of difficult voting. It really it has. has, yeah. Well, uh, I, I thought Miller had actually had a pretty good game, um, even though it, you would never have thought it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's right. It's uh, so he hard. was good. Yeah. Yeah. Chase, yeah, he's all right. But again, a lot of those second efforts in the last half, in the second half, didn't didn't tickle my fancy at all. It's a good goal, though. Yeah, good goal from Chase. Yeah, I like it when he kicks him. All right, that's enough about. That's it. Do. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we've just got to also shout out to our Nuff, AGWS Nuff, Alex Williams. Mm. Uh, if you haven't seen uh, the One-Eyed Giant video, is out <laughs> and he's given us a little shout out in there. So uh, thank you, Alex. We appreciate it, yeah. but also we hate you. Um, <laughs> How was his message after the game too? I know. I, I said to him, I was like, I really do enjoy this rivalry yeah, that we've good. got going now because uh, he is one of our favourites to have on the podcast. Yeah, so. but he's stuck with us now. He's he coming back next us, week. Yeah. We can't burn any bridges with him. He's our only. No, <laughs> actually, I can't wait until he finally comes to Adelaide for a game. And oh, we can yeah, all that'd hang be out. good. It'll be good fun. Yeah, that would. Be good. Uh, so uh, thanks. Alex. I just thought of something. I feel like we've gone a bit like the Crows this year with our Nuffies. We started off with all these celebs and then we'd burnt out to nothing. <laughs> what do you say? Alex no. is a celeb. No, I mean, like Alex, <laughs> Alex was on earlier in the year though. I'm just saying like, he's, he's been our only like celeb sort of style one for a while. Yeah, and we, it's, it's going to be a slow burn to can, the end. Look, Julia Gillard is on the list. <laughs> she, she knows about the podcast, so mm. she'll but, be on. <laughs> and we, we still appreciate our grassroots nuffs as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dan. Poor Dean. Poor Dean. <laughs> I'm just saying, guys. He's, he's famous on the uh, Essendon uh, forum. Yeah, he would be. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to know what's in the spring, get into Rowan Jarman. Good things. Uh, you guys didn't watch it, but the Melbourne-Brisbane game, I put that in here. It was very good. Do you see any of the replay? No, probably uh, not. Not really, but I'm not looking forward to playing against Melbourne and Max Gorn this week. It was amazing. Yeah, he was so good. He was amazing. I think he – did he get the highest, like, ranking points, like, of anyone for forever? Like, I'm it was, not like, sure, 230 or something. He had the highest contested possessions for both teams. Yeah. As good a luck, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> Dan and I didn't watch the game, but we were checking the scores and yeah. – um, you should have seen my face when I changed the full-time score. Oh, yeah. Yeah, crazy. It was, it was a crazy game. Uh, and I also really liked uh, Jared Waitley losing his shit over their <laughs> fake tweets this week. How good was that? <laughs> the, the tweet was very believable because, you know, he's prone to that sort of talk. Um, so whoever made that was very clever. Um, I'm not loving the the prolifer- like the like a lot of fake stuff being out there at the moment, but that was very cleverly done. And Jared just lost his shit. He was. Uh, I just love how he, the way of him dealing with it was to ask someone to take it down. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Sorry, Jared, that's not going to work. No, it's <laughs> it's going to do the opposite. Yeah, did you hear what David King giving him shit today on SEN? <laughs> I did saying he should have just embraced it. Yeah, <laughs> should have said I did say it. Yeah, it <laughs> was very good. Um, and I, I don't know whether to put this in good or bad, but um, before the game, I was actually like five minutes late for the game on on Saturday because I was taking photos at Alberton uh, at the precinct. They wanted. To some photos of the uh, of the game for their like function packages and things, oh dear. and so they gave me three dates leading into the end of the year, and I was like, oh, well, the Carlton one, that'll that'll you should that's go a over given, there, and, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> and this is the literally the one time I've ever been, you know, wanting to go in and hoping that Port win just because it made my life easier. Yeah. And they got absolutely pounded right from the start. Everybody in there is just grumpy as hell. <laughs> like, Do you know what? I, all of my port supporting friends I actually spoke to like during the week um, after the like seven changes that they made mm. were 
they were all convinced, oh, nah, we're lost, we're yeah. losing this, we're losing this, we're never going to win it. And I'm like, but it's Carlton. <laughs> like, surely you're going to win it. Yeah. Even my father-in-law was like, oh, no, nah, we're not going to do it. And I was like, come on, it's Carlton, yeah. you'll be right. Well, I eat my hat. Yeah, I, I should have <laughs> um, I should have probably rescheduled after I saw all the, the ins and outs because it was mm. they were depleted. But, um, yeah, anyway. Still a was, good time for you. It was pretty funny, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was the so, only person in there semi-enjoying it. So, so none of your photos have um, the scoreboard in them? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. I had to keep it out. So, like, I was trying to take these, like, nice shots of people watching it, but they've got this giant screen in there. So I'm going to have to probably Photoshop the bloody score well, out. what you can do is you can use the uh, neural filters on okay. uh, Photoshop shop to make everyone smile yeah that's true <laughs> you just have to like select all their faces yeah. how good would that be just upside down yeah that looks so good uh. footwear sacrificed at half price and equipment slashed to half price rowan jarman's huge half price sale don't miss it speaking of fake shit on uh social media oh. the modra rumor last week can we that- can we tell the whole story about this yeah go on so I get uh, Lauren and I got our free tickets thanks to uh, Shannon from uh, Juliet Caesar and the Tremor Dolls. Thanks, Shannon. Yeah, thanks, I'm Shannon. sure she's not listening to she a footy podcast. She absolutely is not going to listen to this. But, um, <laughs> but we're, we're on our, so I pick up Lauren. I'm like, have, I just got this message from Meg, friend of the pod, saying, I don't know how to tell you this, but <laughs> apparently Tony Modra has committed suicide. And I'm like, of course, I'm like, what the fuck? Mm. And I wrote back to her immediately, being like, and I'm sure a few people knew about this, but saying Modra is literally about to appear at Beer and Barbecue Festival on on stage with Friends of the Pod Stiff Necks doing their song Tony Modra. So I will tell you if Tony Modra is dead when I get there. <laughs> so obviously in the car we were like, Freaking what's out. happening? Oh, my God, oh, my God. So I, I actually sent Stiff Necks a message and I was like, can you please let me know if Tony Modra is still scheduled to appear on stage with you? Oh, they get 20 minutes later. I got it. Yep, absolutely. Penciled in. Yeah, penciled in. So we were like, okay, (laughs) well, they haven't heard the news yet, if Mm. there is news to tell. Uh, And then we got in there. Yeah. Um, We went and got a beer and we walked out and we looked over at the uh, West End caravan. There he stood. Thank God. And Lauren's like, I reckon that's him over there. And we walk (laughs) over. Sure enough, it's, it's Tony and one of his mates. We turn around and I said, uh, one of us was like, you know, you uh, there's a rumour going around that you've, you're dead. And he's like, yeah, my phone's been ringing off the hook all afternoon. <laughs> he said and Andrew Jarman was ringing him. Oh, yeah. really? He's literally like ignoring f- uh, phone calls on his watch. And I look, I was close enough to look at his watch, like his eye watch, and it said Grantly Filky. Like, oh, really? uh, <laughs> I was trying to call him. <laughs> I said, you better answer that, mate, because I all think you're dead. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Anyway, then, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's definitely not dead. He's no. definitely alive and well. And we pre- got to debunk that on the And he also internet. pretended really well that he'd heard about a pod because we said we're from Huey Crow. Oh, yeah. He looked like he'd heard of us. Yeah, oh, yeah. He, he did a big, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I asked him if he'd come on and he said, well, I've got to go get up on stage with these guys now. And I was like, it's okay, mods. I didn't mean tonight. <laughs> <laughs> And he kindly had a photo with us so we could – and I said, can we just like, you know, stop some of the traffic and prove that you're not dead? So, yeah. yeah. So uh, I think that in that photo ended up having something like 8,000 views on the internet. Yeah, it was, it was a good photo. Ridiculous. Uh, yeah, great photo. Um, obviously, I didn't instruct the man who took the photo to do it properly. Yeah, that's um, right. So Dan gave him an iPhone 8. So <laughs> <laughs> also, Dan had a lightsaber in his head for some reason. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, party magic. That was an absolute 
<laughs> Great call. Once, you, once I saw it, I couldn't unsee it. No, that's a bit weird, wasn't it? Uh, but yeah, lovely bloke. Um, was very, very nice to us and shook our hands. And uh, yeah, love him. Good on your mods. Get and on the, the pod. videos of him up on stage uh, were excellent. Uh, with the oh, yeah, yeah. He didn't know what he was he doing. He had no idea he what he was right. doing up yeah. there. He did yell his name into the microphone at one point. Oh, so nice. that was good. But you could tell he just thought it was hilarious. And I watched so much footage of that because it just kept cracking me up. Yeah. Like, he just the, looked so stoked. And the so big stoked. go crows at the end. Was, yeah, uh, yeah, love that. Yeah. And yeah, uh, Stiff Necks boys were absolutely stoked as well. So yeah, that's probably the biggest be. crowd they've ever played to. Yeah. And uh, yeah, good, really good, good vibes all around. Yeah. So it's not in your, it should be in your goods technically, but um, yes, yeah. oh, it, ended, it ended up in the <laughs> oh, goods. So yeah. going full circle. Yeah. Who makes up these stupid rooms? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get who makes that yeah, up? That's a really and good it did get moment. around because I had malt, like well, <laughs> the other thing that I didn't tell anyone is that I accidentally confirmed the rumour he was dead on Twitter (laughs) (laughs) because uh, 9090 Crow actually messaged us to ask um, if he'd heard to say that he'd heard a shitty rumour online and I thought he meant that the shitty rumour was that he was getting up on stage with stiff necks so I said it's not a rumour, it's confirmed. <laughs> 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 I had to, and then when Dan picked me up, I realised what I'd done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, oh boy. No. Yeah. This yeah. is bad. This it was bad. quite a day. So you heard it here first on Here We Crow, back on Friday, that he's not dead. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We actually broke some news. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's the second time we've broken news uh, behind the Lockie Shoal not going to Carlton. Not yet. <laughs> 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 Very good. Uh, got anything else? Uh, my only other bad was, and this might be slightly controversial, is did anyone think that the the hoopla about Sloney's two fifty was just a tad over the top? Yes. The merch, the music, the the chairing off, the shaking hands with all the GWS players. Oh come on! Like I said, it's going to be his last milestone for the club. Like, yeah, you got to do it. Yeah. He's it probably just, retiring in three games, so he could probably do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. I'm just kidding. No, that's all I got. Because I got to, we got to go to, we got to do your thing. Because okay. you, you stole one of mine. Oh, okay. uh, let's do it. Do you want to do it now? Yeah. Target. Well, the fixture for the 2023 FLW season got released today, and it's a shit show. <laughs> um, we all love the AFLW game here, and especially our Crows girls, and uh, they've been done no favours with the fixturing this year. Um, they wanted more rounds. They got stiff. <laughs> they got stiffed on that with only <laughs> 10 rounds. Stiff shit, girls. Um, and uh, they also got a showdown, not at LA Local, but at the parade. Mm. Um, so good luck with that one. <laughs> the parade, yeah. Round one, the parade at 2.30 on a Saturday. Mm. Yeah. What the hell? And when does it start? Like, what's what's the starting date? Do we know? Uh, we should. <laughs> I think it's um, September. 2nd of September. Oh, Thank wow. Thank you, Ben. We all knew that. It's a that birthday was, treat for me. That was almost seamless, I reckon. It really was. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think, um, it's yeah, it's just, it's not showing any respect to the game. Um, and, honestly, it is this week's dog act. If you want to grow the game, but your scheduling is lame, then there's no answer to blame. Dog act. Oof. Yes. You just got through that. I did. I slurred <laughs> on the last A few syllables in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Tim Armstrong. No, very good. All right. Next. You're so keen? Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, sorry. Um, just one more thing on that um, fixture being a bit weird. They talked about um, being a couple of games at the family-friendly Unley Oval um, being on a Sunday at 4.35, which is great, oh, great for yep. young families. Fantastic for young <laughs> yeah. families, isn't it? Just before the school week. That's excellent. Yes, uh, the kids will be having their sleep on the drive home there. <laughs> You're so keen. I bet you think this part is about you. You're so keen. So keen. You probably think this part is about you. Don't you? Don't you? Oh, it's been a long while since we pulled this segment out. I think Kane's been fairly nice to us this year in lots of ways, but yes. not anymore. The gloves are back off. Yep. The Crows, uh, he loves to kick a team while they're down, and the Crows are no exception, of course. Um, he's sort of reserved most of his judgment for teams like the Kangaroos this year, which he's uh, relentlessly um, shoved into the ground all year. But uh, the Crows, he has uh, gotten back into, and he's taken a swing at... 250th, yeah. which um, Sam, you had a little minor swing at it in your bats, but Kane's gone one more and said that you know it's a it's an epidemic of um, of uh, celebrations at the end of games with milestones. I think his was more aimed at uh, merit for getting chaired off after 200 games, which yeah. I kind of understand. But um, I think it was 200 games and being belted by 76 points. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and look, yeah. it would all be fine and we agree to a certain extent, but Kane, you got cheered off. <laughs> <You're too laughs> yeah. Losing and 230 points. Well, it was, two, it was his 200th, I think, when he lost. But no, someone else confirmed that it was his oh, 250th. Was okay, yeah. 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 Well, he, he I still it was lost. his 300th, but. Oh. Yeah. He lost one of them and got chaired off. So Kane, I'm pretty sure it was a 300. Oh, was it? Shut up, Kane. Oh well, we've all got our facts straight here. <laughs> it's not about the facts. No. I just feel like Clearly that's, that's what you. Kane's proven. <laughs> Doesn't it? Like it's just a sign of respect for fellow players. Like, can't, can what, we just what, can't up? the other can't the other you team respect the player? I oh, think no. generally AFL players have respect for the each other. The question is, can't we so, just lighten up? And the answer is, no, Kane can't. He <laughs> never can. He never can. He just loves. He would be the least fun person to be around. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I've no problem with the chairing off. I think that, like, the respect thing is good. I think it's good for the game. Yeah. I, my comment about Sloan was more about just the whole day. Was just the whole thing was made about it. Was oh yeah, well um, that brings me to the uh, thing that you left out of your bad Sam, which was the Christmas in July. Uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> <I did. laughs> that um, was weird. I'm not really sure what they wanted to happen for Christmas in July <laughs> as a round. Um, it didn't feel I, fully committed to. I, not really. Well, you didn't like Santa and the there elves was, there walking was no, around. There was no turkey on offer. Is that like the, the time the crew, that I saw? Is that like the time the crows did chants? <laughs> oh, yeah. really committed to that? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it was just like I don't need to hear Christmas carols at the footy. No, like really, and not you know I love Mariah Carey, but I don't need to hear that. Christmas no. song either. Speaking of songs at the footy, I heard that they brought My Hero back out. Oh, they did. <laughs> oh, maybe that's why I hated it so much. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> no the, the Christmas in July thing, I'm not really sure why. Why It didn't add anything to the day or the night. No, I just feel like every home game doesn't need to have a theme no. running around it. No. I, like, think, I think, yeah, I think it was a compulsory thing that each game was doing something because it was bring the kids free and that was our mm. little gimmick for that. Oh. Um, but uh, they probably could have gone with a better one. So it was bring kids free and we still only got 36 there. Yeah. yeah. Plus yeah, right. $7. Uh, 
Yeah, it's oh, not actually free. <laughs> the service fee is free. Yeah. <laughs> Can we blame GWS for the 36000 though? Because they're garbage. Oh, a little bit. Yeah. They well, fans. they don't really bring any fans to the game, well, like except for that guy and his son in front of us. <laughs> oh, that was them and then the eight people behind the goals. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, they were happy eight people. They were very happy. Yeah, yeah. Good for them. At least they didn't bring a snare drum this time. Yeah. Out of bounds, on the full. All right, thank you very much uh, for all your feedback on social media. Obviously, there was quite a bit this week, uh, controversial game and all of that. Let's see if we can play out through it all. Uh, Jenny, two weeks ago, I was so excited about my trip to the G this weekend. Now, not so excited. <laughs> well, I can understand that, Jenny. Adrian Buck, I was on a four-hour drive to York, stopped to get a coffee and checked the halftime score. All looked good. Arrived at York, immediately checked the match result. And What? Time to start building for next year. Rest players and let others have a go. We need a plan B. I do feel excited for Adrian, though, because he's only just gotten onto the Crows and, you know, it's the only way's up from here, we, surely. We uh, <laughs> have prepped him for heartbreak, I feel. Uh, Brad Fitz, positive. Rash receiving two weeks. Gives him a forced reset instead of being in the firing line to be dropped. Can use the two weeks to focus on his disposal and goal-kicking Gee, that probably ended as a neutral with a couple of negatives in there. Yeah, well, that's all right. Bozzers sent us uh, a picture of a fruit and veg market. I don't know what he means. Um, I never get his jokes. Maybe Boz has gone a bit smart off the boil enough. This yeah, week. look, uh, I can't wait to hear what he has to say in his selections. He's back on Sack Nicks now, which, uh, Boz, come on, mate. You know we're pro Knicks here. All right, come on. <laughs> Cripes. I get fans are frustrated and it's emotional, but everyone's saying it was weak not to get up for Rory. I just want to note that milestone games are statistically no different to any other game in terms of win-loss, according to Swamp, I think. Yeah. Also, it was Whitfield's 200th. Yeah, we didn't hear anything about that. No. Look, I, I get I'm what you're saying. surprised he didn't get chaired off by old Whitfield. Yeah. <laughs> he could have uh, just jumped on Rory's back maybe. Look, I totally get where you're coming from there, but I think it's just like, I don't know, like you want the when, – when is a player like Rory Sloan and pretty much every new player that gets interviewed, they get asked who's your biggest influence at the club and most of them say Rory Sloan. Mm. So you kind of do expect the players to play for that person mm. when it's a milestone game. Um, and, you know – Maybe Rory didn't really play for himself either in that game. Yeah. So I, I get what you're saying. I definitely get what he's saying and I, I pretty much agree with him. But I think what, what's frustrating is that if we don't we don't wouldn't we wouldn't expect the players to play above their level because it's a milestone game, but at least they didn't even get there. Well, like they no. didn't or they didn't get to their level in this yep. game, which was the frustrating thing. Absolutely. So yeah, I kinda I get where he's coming from. Um, yep. but yeah. Digger, when being in Italy was never going to be far enough to cope with that performance. <laughs> yeah, okay, just stop. You don't need to keep reminding me that you're in Italy, Digger. Oh, well, <laughs> did you see there's some video footage? I haven't been able to watch it yet on Instagram of him. Oh, there he is emceeing the yeah, wedding? Yeah. Speaking fake Italian? Yes, that's <laughs> what he's doing. <laughs> a bubba da boopy. <laughs> Digger, if you, Digger, keep rubbing it in because Lauren's getting angry and that's I- funny. <laughs> Uh, Joel Constable, positive. Got to watch my lad play Oz Kick and soak up the atmosphere of the whole experience. That's fantastic. Yeah, Love that. Yeah. Only full quarter of footy I got to watch was the last. 
That's a bad. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad. Uh, side note: Do you think there is a Saint Kilda podcast that now have their own version of the Dennis Armfield called the Rory Atkins? <laughs> yeah, they should. <laughs> Rory Atkins had the best game of his whole career on How the weekend. Good. Yeah, good on you, that's Rory. Very funny. That's worth uh, five years. Trent Brace positive. Rob looked dominant. Negative. <laughs> when it's slippy or we fumble, we are overcommitted forward to a point that not getting the disposal hurts big time. Also played frantically, trying to do too much as individuals when doing a few basics would have got the job done. Uh, I'm not one for blaming umpires, but the standard was very poor with some absolute howlers throughout. Can't disagree there. I think these staked up slash led to the Rochelle incident. However, maturity is sucking it up and playing better despite adversity. Easier to say than do, and that is true. And honestly, the umpires probably should have stepped in um, before it got to the point of Rochelle uh, attempting the strike there because it was getting a bit messy. There should have been, you know, there's four umpires there. Why isn't one stepping in going, well, all right, boys, let's defi- go. Definitely should have happened when he was on the ground and he got elbow in the throat. Exactly. Like, nothing happened there. Uh, Shane B, got about eight blokes who need a week or three in the twos. Well, we all know that's not going to happen. <laughs> ben Murphy, Murphy, drop him. Poor decision maker and can't kick. His pressure alone isn't enough. Shoal, can't make a decision, decision and cannot break a tackle even though he tries to. Well, there was one golden one right in front of us, mm-hmm. which uh, was terrible. Peddler, I like him, but you don't need to run through three players every time you get the ball. Give it off for fuck's sake. Well, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they've been training to like work into the contest. So that's where that comes from. Chris D. Field, Rash showed more fight than three quarters of the team. Just got to get him doing it at the footy now. Deep down, I loved it though. Can't see blood on the long sleeves is easy. That's hilarious. Um, also, shades of Hades sent us a DM because he had much to say. Or oh, Hades, sorry. Uh, some players may be okay, but the team does not work well under pressure. Uh, brackets, fumbles, missed targets. Our forward line is great, but not if we don't give them the chance to show it. Long bombs with barely any marks inside forward 50 in last quarter. Great effort in tackling. Now we just need to improve tackling technique. I actually think our technique is good. Um, we just haven't been able to execute it uh, lately. Uh, too many effective disposals after tackling. I would say that's supposed to be ineffective. Keep throwing us these types of games at, um, at us, even if we don't make finals this year. More experience with this atmosphere will only develop the young'uns. You would hope. Mm, uh, nice. Oh. Did we read that one? Was that from last week or this week? This week. Jaden. Jaden. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I just got you that got up. it? All right. Yeah. Cool. Go, Sam. I do it. Yep. Riley, uh, thanks for getting in touch again, Jaden. Uh, Riley O'Brien is an absolute liability. I never want to see Lachlan Murphy in an Adelaide Crows uniform ever again. Don't disagree with the first two points, Jaden. Pendering to me. Uh, Lockie Stroll laughing and joking around with the Giants players after the game ain't great after he was invisible. Club needs to make some cutthroat decisions on players this offseason. I'll give you a list and you guys tell me if you see them as part of our next contending team. Let's go through this slowly. McHenry. He, I, I think he'll be in the team, but I don't know whether he'll be part of. He'll that. be playing a role. Yeah, you can you can get involved too if you like, Ben. I don't know if you're awake over there. But, uh, <laughs> Murphy, no, no, Rob, no. Dan seems to have this. Sam, uh, Hately, no. Oh, <laughs> Hately's gone. Surely Himmelberg, no, no. Schoenberg, yes. Yeah, well, he definitely. I hope well, so. He's been signed on for another two years. You'd hope we're pushing. Yeah. By that time. And this might divide Troll. No. I'm a no <sighs> too. I think he's had his chances now, and I'm worried he just doesn't have it. Yeah. Oh, uh, 
Yeah. You just love him. That's I do why. love him. Like I just, I love him as a bloke. Mm. Um, but also we haven't really seen any, well, we haven't seen Nank- Nankervis or Cook this year who are probably his replacement, yeah. I yep. think. That's true. So I, I want to see Nankervis. Um, he, I, I went back through his games today and, and he's been incredibly solid through this year. Um, I think he'd be, uh, absolutely worth looking at before the end of the year, but um, yeah. But what are knows? they waiting for? Yeah, well, exactly. Like, what are the they impression they'll have a crack at these next two games because, like, if you somehow come away with a win against Melbourne and or Port, you're still in the frame. If you lose both of those games, which we all think we probably will, then you can probably roll the dice on Nankervis playing his debut against yeah. like um, Gold Coast at home. Um, yeah, would Na- would yeah. Nank be a replacement for someone like Max if he's getting tired? Either that or um, the is wing. he a true defensive player? I don't know if he's so shut down or more of a yeah. um, creative player. I think he's more wing halfback, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've watched a lot of. So time. Why would it? Why can't we put Chase in the midfield and yeah. put Nank on the wing? I like Chase in a more attacking role. I want him to play more along the, or like at least wing. Yeah, um, certainly wing instead of Shoal. Yeah, I think you'll see him. Develop I mean, I stuff. think Chase is a good wingman, mm. but he also. Was drafted as a midfielder. Yeah, he's he's kind of developed that toughness now. Lauren, what are you? Ta- we're not going to put anyone in the midfield other than the four. <laughs> well, <laughs> I know this, but I'm just like, why? Come on! I think the big thing with Jones that he's developed is his match awareness. Like previously, he could run straight at the ball, but got a little bit um, his composure and whatnot wasn't great. Whereas mm-hmm. now his game seems a lot more rounded and. I don't think he has to be, yeah, hidden back in the halfbacks. I think he potentially could be, move as a midfielder or winger um, yep. and he shows that he can kick a good goal. So getting him forward would be great. Yeah. I see Ben's brought up fantasy. We're not going there, Ben. Have uh, you still so, got a list there? Yeah, I do. Kate? Oh, it's not loading. <laughs> well, I think well, Ben should bring up fantasy. Yeah, and the, and we have had um, – I did see what – Nah, we didn't – we I saw nothing, what Ben. You, so <laughs> has Sam oh, got a mute button? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, can I just mute Ben? Fantasy's pretty no, interesting, isn't it, Dan? <laughs> yeah. uh, Kate, had another thought. Oh, no, sorry. She wrote earlier. Uh, very disappointed to see us still reverting to the old autopilot of zero dynamic running and kicking down the line to contests that we don't win. Feels like that that is Crow's actual DNA and we need to eradicate that mm-hmm. shit once and for all. Two, like seeing Rash stand up for himself. He'll learn to deploy his frustration more wisely. Def- definitive proof his soccer background hasn't left its mark, yeah. i.e. he's no pitiful crying little wuss. <laughs> Three, love the leadership from Dawson, calling Rash off the field, talking him down to the bench and boundary line. His leadership is exemplary and will only grow. Uh, from here, I think we really need to give as many players on our list a chance at AFL level so we can make some informed decisions about our list for next year. Don't know if they're brave enough to do this yet. Agree with all of that, Kate? Absolutely agree. Um, I also enjoyed watching Dawson have a chat to Josh on the boundary. Um, uh, didn't really look like Josh wanted to hear what he had to say. No. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think Dawson is that kind of level-headed leader where, like, you really have no choice but to listen to him. So, yeah, love that. Uh, Joe. Yeah. We've got more. Yeah, J- give us more. Joe. Uh, Joe Babes, this is. Get Harry in for for a block of games. We have to change up that midfield would love to see Chase roll through there too. Dog act. Our fans for not showing up for Sloney. Yeah. Positives. We learned that Rash looks slick in the long sleeves. The only positive I could think of from that game. <laughs> <laughs> Probably fair. True. Uh, and more. Yeah, there's a lot. Oh, yes. We well, lots. everyone was riled Ev- up, weren't they? <laughs> 
All right, we've got about 15 here from Dirk. Uh, <laughs> Binage, the incessant. Binage. Yeah, the incessant DMB in the pregame. We're not PAFC and we still haven't got this portion right. Agreed. I wasn't there this week. So but, you'd uh, be pretty chuffed, Sam. There seems to be some traction happening with your bargain bins and whatnot. I don't mind it. Yeah, that's people actually people referencing goods and bads. It's yeah. not just these mountains of letters that you've been getting. <laughs> I can't believe people, uh, <laughs> after after the feedback in the end of your survey, then they're that's, now listening to it. They yeah. are, yeah. They're not skipping the goods and bads. That's nice. Thanks, guys. Uh, <laughs> can we afford Smith, Grundy and Redmond? Can you think of any other sweeteners we're getting? <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, I hope so. I'd love to get Grundy. Grundy, oh, yeah. He's geez. not going to come to Adelaide, though. We should have had a massive crack at him last time, and we didn't. So I doubt we're going to do is, it this time. He's, but it's not that. It's not that he's going to come. Not going to come to Adelaide Crows. He is not going to come to Adelaide. Yeah. Generally, yeah. he is a Melbourne hipster. Yeah. He ain't coming here. Nah. He's not regressing. We got no one cool. We got nowhere cool enough for him here. No, well, and look, that's people would argue that it's the same goes for Bailey Smith. But I don't think Bailey Smith is anywhere near as hipster as uh, Grundy. What are you talking about? We're cool. We sold out an Everdescence concert here. <laughs> Did we? <laughs> oh, damn, I didn't get tickets. <laughs> uh, but if we got Grundy, we could have Collingwood, Melbourne and us all paying him at the same time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good, good for him, mate. And we've yeah. got the cash, so it could work out. Mm. The, the, the war chest. Mm. Uh, but we can't have two good rucks in a team, though, apparently. No. <laughs> Look, Dirk goes we into some... We don't have one, wouldn't we? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Exactly. Yeah. That's the joke, Dan. We wouldn't have that problem. Uh, Dirk goes into some interesting areas here, so yeah. uh, stay tuned. Oh, uh, is it, an, is it, it is an insult to label Shoal Ratkins 2.0 because he played a game on the weekend Shoaly would only dream of. Whoa. Oh, no. In fact, it's time for the boys to sit Lauren down. How far does a drunk Hindley encounter carry someone? <laughs> he remembers that. <laughs> Who is this guy? In it wasn't just that. Come on, Dirk. He, yeah, we had a good interview with him. It was a good time. <laughs> He's discussed his he underwear talks, with us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in fact, upon reflection, that's the only thing I remember about him. Is <laughs> 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 Lauren's interaction. <laughs> why, why would you get Red Rooter over KFC? There are many wonderful Red Korean <laughs> chicken joints. I'd even suggest in a bind the frozen Inghams or Audi wings. <laughs> Was this you, Sam? Wait for this. I sous vide them and then deep fry them super crisp. <laughs> was it you who had the red rooster? I actually love Dirk's messages. Yeah. I love Does it. Like, Dirk look at them all. These are all Dirk. Is Dirk just like is he DMing, is he DMing us as he's listening to the pod? So he just does. He has to get every thought in it. his brain yeah. to us. Does he not? He might note them down, or he's I got think, a good memory. Uh, we thank you, Dirk. Yeah, keep it's going. Very good. Yeah. What it, else you got? Uh, Bozza, King Strawn. That's all he said there. Mm. Uh, Daniel Altman, dog act, fans abusing players and coaches. I was at the game and was sick of the sore losers. Yeah. Who, uh, who was doing that? I didn't hear any of that. I The, the, the people I around mean, us were getting me, pretty angry. Did you hear? Like, there's just apart from of, me yelling at Smithers. The rusted on fans that we have are just – and their insults are so bad as well. They're not even, they're not even abusive. They're just poor, mm. uh, the things that they yell. It's re- sitting down in that nuffy section is not – not good. Oh, you didn't like it down there? Oh, I loved it. it like actually, from a, I didn't think it was bad because everyone was – it was only me that was yelling, I thought, in, no, that, oh, in that little the, bit. I had all these people behind me just yelling rant. Like there was this lady who just just wouldn't shut up. Like every play was wrong. It's like you don't know what you're talking about. Shut up. <laughs> like there was they were switching the play and she was complaining about it. It's like don't you see this like 30 times a week? Why is this surprising you? 
<laughs> you should have interviewed her for the podcast. <laughs> it would have been interesting. Yeah. Uh, what do we got? Rizzle Crizzle. Oh, Raleigh. Hello. New church in seasons awash. Time to play the kids. Yeah. New church definitely won't come New in. church is not getting a game, but Sorry, I Rizzle. like his, his, the sentiment is correct. Well, yeah. let's, let's stop quickly and talk about this um, because we were talking about it earlier with the CBAs, but uh, selection wise, are we really going to make any changes this week? I don't have any faith or confidence that no. there will be any changes. And Riles had a presser today and like every single week they talked about how there's kids in the sample who are pushing pushing for selection. Mm. But weirdly enough, none of them ever get selected. <laughs> so what is going on? Why aren't we using the squad? Yeah. Go on about squad mentality. We are not using the squad. Why? I had, a, I had a family get together on Sunday and I sat down. I feel like I've had this conversation like seven times now because I we, we sat there and pretty much all we talked about with my brother-in-law and my dad was mm. just what or everything we seem to be doing wrong at the moment. And it just, I don't know, it just feels really like I'd love to know. I'd love to know the true like thought process of what we're doing at the moment and, and where we see ourselves being. This is why I want daddy on the pod because yeah. I want to ask him these questions. Yeah. Don't hide from us. No. Tell us but you what's know, going on. He won't on. tell us the truth anyway. Do you know what? I think I feel like if we push them like no one else is listening to this but Crows fans. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, like Adam Kingsley ain't listened to the Here We Crew podcast to hear what daddy Nix has to say. Oh, you know what uh, I mean? Excuse me. I'm just going to pull you up here because uh, you also said Adam Kingsley might be daddy number one now. Is that true? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Not just bother on the well, next after out. the week. <laughs> <laughs> after the weekend, he might be. Yeah, it's Adam. In if Daddy to does, if Daddy Nix doesn't start making moves, mm. he's going to drop. Da- <laughs> he's going to drop down the list. <laughs> Is it because I'm kind? Uh, I am kind of frustrated. I'm as frustrated as everyone else. I think yeah. It's not not an excuse, but I think one of the reasons we're not seeing as many people playing is like our injuries have been very minimal this year. Like we've mm-hmm. been very lucky with that. So normally you get a natural spreading of who plays just because there's so many people who get injured and go out. Sure. So we're not getting forced changes. Um, no, and, but that's where and the form, form comes in. Our form overall, we like up until the last two weeks, we'd say it's been a lot better than we expected. So um, it's only really the last two weeks where it's really shown up that maybe we do need to really mix it up a bit. But, I, I think but do you think it's going to happen this week, Ben? I don't, I don't think it will. Well, I don't know. Here's I'm what, not sure. I it think may not. What, and that's where I'd probably get stuck. Personally, I'd be getting more critical if from now where we've dropped a couple of games that we shouldn't have dropped. Mm. Um, we're showing that our form hasn't been good for a couple of games now. That's when I would be, yeah, let's see, see who else there is that would fit the bill better. But I think previously in the year we have performed better than we thought and we've had very few injuries. So I think that's why we haven't seen the same spread as we would have For in sure. previous years. I reckon the worst case scenario and what we could actually do is Rochelle out as the forced out and in McHenry starting on the field. <laughs> oh, no. If that, we if no. Murphy and McHenry play this week, I'm not watching. So I, and I, I reckon, the pod as well. Wait, 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 wait. I reckon. This is the fifth time you've quit. <laughs> they the both thing. play. What I actually think what happens, Rochelle out, I don't know who comes in for him yet, but – just Rochelle out and Scholl out. I think Schoenberg will come in for Rochelle. Schoenberg will come in. I yeah. think that too, Ben. I think McAdam stays in. He definitely didn't have a fantastic game. Um, but I feel like because that was his first game back from obviously a big break, mm. he did, they're going to give him another mercy game. 
So I think he will play and he will play the showdown. I feel like they're going to keep him in so he oh, will be able to play the showdown. Again. They might, he might play a shocker and then they drop he him. He hasn't played one yet. Well, me and Brit, Brit and I, have, we're like, we're on a crusade basically. Mm. Like we will be writing a letter to the club if yeah. Shane doesn't play this upcoming showdown, which I now can't attend. But um, <laughs> I agree with you, Ben. Has it in for Rochelle McHenry sub again. I, I just want to pull Ben up on what he was saying before. I don't disagree with you. I, I in fact, I think you're you're right in saying in 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 their defence of why they've done the selections mm. that they've done. My my argument to that is though, be, aren't we trying to develop players? Like what? Like teams teams need to be more ruthless than we are to create a better team. Yeah, I'm not like, saying we haven't been conservative. I'm just saying that's probably why we haven't spread it as much as we, we might have. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, it's just like I think we were saying it even last year and I, I think even – I think you often agreed with me. It's like even when we see a good result, we need to be more ruthless in we're coming up against this team. This is what we need to play this team. Yeah. Like we need to change things. This, just because we won doesn't mean we can keep our midget midfield – uh, against a team that's got an absolute beast midfield, like I mm. don't know, it it just it frustrates me that we don't seem capable of making those dynamic changes to this side. Yeah, but yeah, I do Agreed. have one more for you. Quirky season is cooked. Play the kids <laughs> and Strawny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. saligo has got to come back in yeah. at some point. Um, they've just rested him. He didn't play Sandfall. Uh, I feel like if you if you're not putting Saligo Peddler. Um, obviously, Rochelle is out of the count now because of the suspension, but you should move Isaac Rankin up. Well, Rankin as well. He if was doing put, absolutely nothing. Trial him somewhere. If McAdams in the side, you can pull Rankin into the mid mm. and plus Harry. Yep. That's who we should be running with on medium to high rotations through yep. the midfield from now on. There's no reason why we shouldn't. Agreed. I love Isaac, but he is an absolute downhill skier at the moment as well. <laughs> Like, has he played a good game against a good team? Yeah. <laughs> it's, that sounds incredibly harsh, but you're probably not far off the mark. And again, I love him. I've got a Guernsey with his number on it. Yeah. Like, I, I want him to be an absolute star, but I don't know what he's, if he's played well against any good teams. We need to fix our the way that we structure our forwards. Mm. Um, like, or, or the midfield needs to be better at kicking it to the to what the forwards are being structured to, to do because yeah. at this point it just looks like a complete mess forward of the middle. <laughs> well, and last year, the person who was in our midfield all year last year, Barry, who looked like he was starting to become that explosive out-of-stoppage um, player, just hasn't been able to get a game. And I don't know if his form's been good enough or not in Sandful, but I think he could add a bit more of a dynamic um, presence in there if he's up and about running through stoppages. It's probably a conversation for another pod, but like, how he's just fallen off the face of the earth. Yeah, like, it's been a big fall, hasn't it? Well, like, apparently he had COVID this week, which is why he got dropped out of the mm, um, mm. emergency But he wasn't list. playing anyway, was he? I, I, I don't think, know if they just no. see him as too much like Laird, but I was hoping that he'd be a bit more explosive than Laird. So. Mm, yeah. Oh, anyway, there's going to be going to be an absolute riot on Thursday night if uh, there's one out and it's Rochelle and the in <laughs> is Saligo. Oh, yeah. I, I think if it's in Crouch, then there'll be a riot. <laughs> oh, 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 that, that's not out of the realm of possibility either. I, I'm not if if Crouch comes in, I'm not watching, and I quit the pod, and I cancel Again, the pod. Quit That's a couple the fifth times time you quit the pod. Um, yeah, look, 
I don't know. Oh. What's Bozza got to say? Oh, oh yeah, Bozza. Let's get I know Bozza's got about 13 changes that he wants to see happen. <laughs> Is it ho- well, I think he email, his email yeah, the subject, subject says was wholesale <laughs> round 19, so uh, uh. surely it's got to be good. It's taking a while to download, so uh, it could be a long, a long one. Run. Here we go. Good evening, people. Back in the sauna tonight. Um, well, <laughs> no comment in regards to that game or the last quarter. Um We've got a few changes, obviously, this week. Wholesale, as I'd say. Um, eight changes. <laughs> unforced. So, not like the AFC to make any unforced changes after another disappointing loss. But um, let's get on with it. I've got Sloan, McAdam, Rochelle, Max Rest, Butts, Ned... 43 and 4 <laughs> out. <laughs> In, I've got Berry, Haitley, Cook, Strawn, Irish Keen, Gallant, Billy Dowling to make his debut, <laughs> and Nan Curvis to slip in on the subs bench. So, oh. just minimal changes. <laughs> To run through the list. Um, get if we've been serious about this rebuild, um, give a few of these guys a bit of an experience at the MCG as well. So get it up and about. So that's about it for this week. Thanks, guys. Speak to you next week. Thanks, Bozza. Look, Thanks, Bozza. I'm down with all of those, to be honest, apart from the McAdam one, because I feel like oh. he's going to stay in. But. I feel like the Irish Hasbullah was a bit um, <laughs> unlucky to not get against him. Honestly, though, he's right. We're not going to win against Melbourne. Like, let's be real. There's no way we're going to win against Melbourne at the MCG at this point in time. No. So why not? Just throw it, throw them to the wolves. The only just reason we it. laugh is because we know we're not, we just know that's not going to happen. But it's like, I don't disagree with, I don't, I don't violently disagree with any of the changes. I, I, like, I, I, I wouldn't say we like, I don't agree with making eight, but I don't necessarily <laughs> disagree with any of his like for likes. Mm. I'd love to see some of them in for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you know, if we're talking about the sample standard being a couple of rungs below AFL, yeah. how are they ever going to get to AFL standard if yeah. they don't play AFL games? I um I remember saying that last week, and or was it last week we were talking about that? Yes. Yeah, and I when I was listening to it back, um, I sort of felt like we should have made the comment at least that a lot of players also can jump a couple of levels by coming into an AFL side where the delivery and service they're getting, um, general, you know, everything they can expect to get it coming to them being a lot better as well. Mm. So, um, yeah, just because they're not, you know, necessarily maybe, you know, absolutely setting the world alight and set at sample level doesn't mean they're going to come in and do the same in the AFL side. Well, you're right. And the fact is they're all training together. Mm. They're all training in the same teams. They're all training as the same squad, yep. doing the same training regimen. So why can't they play mm. in AFL? Yeah. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So. Oh, come on, boys. Come on, boys of the club. Make some changes. What's going to be the changes, Ben? Go on, call it. The changes? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, well, obviously, Rochelle out. Um, I don't know. I reckon I, one or both of um, Murphy and McHenry. Maybe McHenry will be put back to Sandful for an actual game. Um uh, McAdam, I think, will hold. Um, 
coming in. I don't know. I just don't know who they see. I mean, Schoenberg will come in, I think, because he's been on the emergencies for a while. So I think he'll come in for a full game. As much as we laugh, Cook's been on them a fair bit too. Yeah. Weather. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Has Nank made... Many of the yeah, emergencies. Yeah, he did once, I think. Yeah. Once or twice. Maybe once just, or twice, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just I'm not sure what players they're looking to, um, yeah, where they feel like their deficits are. Mm. So. Also, just on Murphy, um, his contract's up at the end of the year and we haven't re-signed him yet, so we trade will. bait? <laughs> <laughs> Can't see them. Excuse me? Trading. Let's trade him for Bailey Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I... Almost guarantee you Murphy doesn't get a game anywhere else. He'll get signed for a year. Yeah. When? Why hasn't it happened yet? Mm, don't know. <laughs> don't know. Well, I'm just hoping it doesn't happen. Mm. You know it will. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would be nice if someone like if, – if Murphy drops out, that that's where Sloan gets put uh, up in the half forward and he is actually can be a marking target as yeah, well. I as, that's yeah, a perfect move. It's, yeah. was exa- it's what he was doing well before he did the ACL. So why aren't we moving him there? Yep. This makes, I that, just don't get it. That then frees up uh, midfield and maybe someone who's been playing wing or halfback like, a, like Saligo gets into the midfield and then get a Chase Jones or someone further up into as a wing. So you sort yeah. of – that little change can yeah have a flow-on effect. And Saligo is... I think that's all it takes as well. Yeah, I don't think we're that far off. Mm. I think Saligo is yeah. an odd one too because he got dropped for form reasons and fatigue reasons, but he hasn't been playing in the midfield, which is his role, which he excels at. He's been playing on the wing and outside. Yeah. Um, and so he hasn't really gotten near the ball. So it seems like really odd reason to drop him mm. when he's not actually playing the position that he should be playing oh, and has 100%. been fantastic in in previous games. We've done that a lot though. Yeah, we have. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So was there anything from Razor Ray there, Sam? No, no, actually not. Uh, we'd probably just go into maybe the beer or something, I reckon. Oh, we got to just talk about the oh, game that's upcoming. <laughs> I'm trying to push him on because he wants to talk about fantasy. Playing. Oh, I don't think we need to talk about the game this week much anyway. <laughs> like, like, can we yeah. just talk about what we think will happen? Because so, so, Dan, you're yeah. sitting second oh, in the league. <laughs> So I've maintained that? second spot. Yeah. The yep. podcast was so much better last week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sam wants this to be a Lauren and well, Sam only podcast. I did notice the podcast last week. Chat. You kept dropping <laughs> fantasy information, Sam. Nah. Ben, I, 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 I think you might have noticed that I've got back inside the 20,000 mark as well. In <laughs> very nice. And I'm sure you noticed, that, Dan, that I am back. I am in the top eight. <laughs> oh. I have cracked it. Brilliant. Damn it. So... Top eight and back to third overall for rankings, just rocketing up to 6,000th now. Look at me go. Oh, congratulations, Ben. And I'm playing ninth this week, so if I can win that, I'm pretty much cemented into finals and then ding dong, we are on. Uh, yes. So we just rename this just Ben talks about his fantasy side? No. We don't right, get any other info. No, well, the info was um, – I've. Often oh, talk oh, to oh other you've people. forgotten about what that what that tweet was. No, <laughs> no he put the captaincy on Sicily, <laughs> oh, and that didn't work stinker. out very well for him. Well, that was yeah. a risky move. And bringing it back to me, I also brought Sicily in this week, <laughs> but, but did not put the you captaincy on. You know who I brought on. in? I took Jared Waitley's um, advice and put in Grian Myers, and that was pretty Ooh. good. Ooh. Yeah, no, he had a solid solid yeah. week. So yeah, right. yeah. Interesting. So, not, yep. so not Dan, at all interesting. I'm editing Dan all this and Ben out. putting in the uh, top eight now. We're looking like finals bound. Yes. It's up to Lauren and Sam to do the uh, 
second finals. I've, Sam, given, I've actually given up on my team. Sam left. actually beat me a few weeks ago. So. Did I? Yeah. Yeah, right. I've left all – I had like three or four donuts this week. I just left them in. I couldn't – I don't care about no. my team anymore. It's well, gone. that's just you, – you're, um, you're ruining the integrity of the, <laughs> um, the competition. Yeah, real, real good loser there, Sam. <laughs> uh, I'm editing all that out anyway. So we just didn't talk about this game and then we're done. Yeah, we're playing Melbourne yep. at the MCG. So fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just call that. Uh, I don't think we really want to hear us talk about what might happen unless Ben's got some stats. Uh, yeah, Melbourne are fourth. <laughs> um, they're high handball, third in the comp, low kick, 14th in the comp. So run and run with the ball and they're top for contested possession. So mm-hmm. that's going to be an area we're going to have to really lift. Um, I think other than the Brisbane game, their form had slumped us somewhat, hadn't it? Yeah. Melbourne, they weren't actually looking that great, but in recent life, they've just come back and beaten Brisbane. So I don't actually give us no chance against Melbourne. <laughs> you don't like, give us no chance? <laughs> no, I think. Is that I like reckon. a double and tundra, whatever you call it? No, there was nothing um, particularly saucy about it. It was just, <laughs> um, <laughs> it was, I think, um, I think, I think we've got hope. Um, we've matched it with Collingwood in the past. It's just a matter of whether we are actually <laughs> tired and cooked, or whether whether we've just had a couple of down weeks. So, so dead. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> so, oh my God. I'm not tipping us to win, but um, I, I think I'd be of the four of us the least shocked if we had a win. Oh. The least no, shocked. I don't think at all. I think it's um, it's. I see where you're coming from, and it's it probably goes a long ways to why we we hit it with Collingwood, and then have had two losses where we probably expected we'd win. Um, so I, I wouldn't think it would be out of the realms of possibility. Mm. It's the first game we've played Melbourne for years without Clayton Oliver dominating us. That's true. Mm. That is true. But Petrarca and Gorn have been pretty good the last couple of weeks as well. Yeah, oh, but Gorn, Gorn has been tired. He hasn't got his backup Ruckman now. Yeah, so. and, and he oh, hasn't played true. anyone of Unless uh, they're Riley this week. A character in a while. Calibre. Calibre. What about Riley O'Brien versus Grundy and Gorn? <laughs> Could that happen? Uh, no, nah, Grundy's not coming back anytime soon from what they said. I so. reckon uh, they should put Muzzer in the ruck for Gorn because uh, he dominated against Gorn the last time we played oh. Melbourne at home. I don't know about dominated, but... Dominated? Well, he... Uh, did a nice tackle on Gorn, got one in the <laughs> Dominated. Got one free kick out of him, so that's all good. <laughs> so what are we tipping? What are we tipping here? So, Ben, you've said what? 19-point uh, loss. All right. 27. 45. Uh, I reckon it's going to be painful. <laughs> I reckon it's going to be 10 points. Oof. 10 points? I'll say painful because we're going to get closer than I think everyone thinks. Uh, I'm just so deflated from the weekend. Like, we just didn't bring any, like, it didn't seem like we brought any effort, like, previous times, you know. Well, I think the last two weeks we've gone from a position of trusting that they'll show up in really good intensity every game to not sure what we're going to have. Even when we were beating GWS, it felt a little bit flat in terms of our intensity. They were finding particularly the last couple of weeks, getting out of our back 50, teams are finding some very easy, uncontested possessions, just kick to kick to get out very easily. So Yeah, very easy, Brody Smith. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> when, we're, when we're on, teams 
get stuck on our halfback line. They bomb it out and we get the intercept and pump it back into our forward line. Yeah. But we haven't done that for a few weeks. So God, Essendon did that so easily last week, didn't they? Yeah, they just kicked to kick out, no problem. So we need to definitely hold it in a lot better in our forward 50. But, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's not impossible that it's just a couple of weeks and we're back and then suddenly, oh, look, finals are back on. Look, yeah. look at us go. But mm. it probably won't happen. I don't like – I don't want us to – be safe just because finals are potentially on the horizon. Hmm. Like I don't want that to be our thing. No, it should never have been our thing. Yeah, hmm. yeah. If we keep losing, we got, we might get pick four. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> <That's> good. <laughs> trade, trade it down to pick six and get someone really good. <laughs> well, the game is on at two fifty p.m. Sunday. What a fantastic time slot that is. Mm. Yes, can't wait to have my entire weekend ruined. Just like last weekend. Well, not me. I've got a sleepover on oh. um, Saturday night. So, so you won't be awake. No, we'll see how we go. That's not. I'm not going on a sleepover. No, if yeah, I mean, you'll be up telling kids off all that night. Is a, that is a ninth <laughs> birthday. Um, a bunch of um, eight or nine-year-olds. Yeah, nine-year-olds. They'll be, they'll be asleep by 10 o'clock. No, they won't be. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're having a fire and Henry will get them on the switch and, yeah, all sorts of things. Sounds like a wild weekend down at Strath, <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Should we talk about our uh, Woolworths beer? <laughs> yeah. Woolworths beer. podcast brewing. is done. Now, I just yep. um, mixed a bit of that sludge beast into it and it improved it immensely. <laughs> you mixed it. Wow. <laughs> the sludge beast was good. Yeah, we still, um, had a, we still had a sludge beast from last week and, yeah, that was quite good. The In Vel- comparison, Zytho Brew didn't quite um, cut it, but it was it wasn't not bad. bad. It wasn't I thought it was okay. Yeah. It definitely yeah. wasn't velvety. No. It was flat, but not velvety. Sludge beast was yeah. velvety. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought it was fine. It like, was fine. They make fine. Like the beers that they, they get fine. brewed for them are, are fine. It's just they're not – there's just nothing that exciting about them. Yeah. It so, was okay. Yeah. It wasn't as bad as that. Um, that was, nomad licorice oh. one. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if actually has Dean drank that yet? Because oh, yeah, we, we sent him home with one. We gave it to Dean. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't I'll asked ask for his him. feedback I'll, yet. I'll send him a message. All right. We'd, we'd, um, anyway. Oh, just uh, one last thing. We never said anything about an arm field. Oh. Give the kick to Dennis. <laughs> well, we're right behind I him. I think if he hadn't. <laughs> He's the master blaster. <laughs> He hadn't already kicked a couple of clutch goals last weekend. I would have gone with someone like Milksham. Yeah. Um, oh, just coming off a bit of a high. I hate. I can't going? stand Milksham, and he started off that game so poorly as well, and I was loving it. And then he ended up being the bloody match winner. Ugh. Well, who's it going to be then? Um, Don't know. A player who was in their team all year last year and struggling this year is James Jordan, so he could find some form against us. What about Van Ruyen? Oh, the the new guy. Yeah, he could kick a few. He's he's been okay as a as a rookie, but he's probably as good as you'd expect someone of his experience. Mm. I don't know any of them, but what about McVee? Oh, he won the Rising Star, didn't he? Oh, never mind. Yeah. What, about, <laughs> <laughs> what about Taj Woden? I don't know if that's for sure, but I just saw that on a 360 ad. Taj so Woden, son, yeah, of, son the of Brownlow medalist. The greatest Brownlow medalist. <laughs> <ever been. laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just, what about Lever? Nice I bet it'll be Lever, won't it? Oh, no. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah. I'm just yelling out names. Who All right, knows? this pot is over. Yeah, we're padding. Thanks, everybody. Get out of here. Bye. Buy some merch. Here we create a comment.au. Bye. <laughs>